We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey, it's Hi-Fi just coming by to give a huge thank you to our nomad patron, Remington Cloutier, our solo patrons, Cass and Sothana Toasted, our rocker and showstopper patron, Clingster, and our cyber psycho patron, Coffee Bean. You guys are awesome and a whole lot cooler than Blitz. And welcome to Cyber Talk, the season one cyberpunk talk episode. I have a couple questions for everybody, so. All right, just... we'll start it off with Ariel. <laughs> All right, well. My name is Mark, by the way. I'm the referee of season one. Hi, I'm Aaron. I play Blitz in a season one. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> um, Ariel and I play Firefox. Um, Daniel, I play Lacerate. And we do have a guest star with us today. I'm Travis. I play Ampersand the other, Fumbling Four. That's the uh, wrong in, podcast. Oh fuck! <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I was on. I was in one episode of uh, Cyberpunk, so I'm here to ruin this episode too. <laughs> I played Mr. Mayhem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll start the questions off with Ariel. Okay, well I've got a big one here. You know, in the, throughout the whole entire season. We didn't get everyone's full name, your actual name. So my question is, what are your guys' full names for your characters? Ooh. I can start off with mine. Firefox, okay. her real name is Chessa Fujioka. So Blitzen's full name is... God damn it. Sazwain. Thank you. <laughs> Couldn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the last name. So his full name is Sazwain Matatoya. Right, the most mysterious character of all, Daniel. And with the most normal name. Last race Brian. Nope. <laughs> last race normal name is Nate Matthews. <laughs> Nate. Yeah. So Did was- Mr. Mayhem have an actual name? No, it's just Mr. Mayhem. That's the name Madlock gave him. <laughs> he forgot his name a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Mayhem was an avatar of another character from a different show. Yes. There's a way to introduce <laughs> just some fun. Good old-fashioned fun. <clears throat> what was Mark's real name? My, my real name's Mark. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, I do have a question for Mark though on the name thing. Okay, what's Birch's real name? I never gave him one. He Aww. goes by Birch. Birch is Birch. Birch is Birch. Because I know Enigma, his real name was Boyd Givens. Yep. 
So I didn't know <laughs> if you had a name for Birch. Nope. He never had a name. He was just a an arms dealer and everybody knew him as Birch. <clears throat> Who doesn't pepper his ex? Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Sinna's singing. That's so creepy. I didn't know she was in there. Sinna. It's a singing child. It's fine. I'm just having a stroke Call or being haunted. Cthulhu's coming through. Oh, no. So I have a question for everybody. What was the inspiration behind your character? And did it change when you started playing the character? That's a good question. I went, I don't know, because I didn't really have inspiration for Firefox. It was literally just the personality that I had rolled. And I went with that, which was aggressive, antisocial, and violent. Or it was something like that. Angry, antisocial, violent. She was emo. So the, the characters, <laughs> I mean, I did have you guys roll for every single aspect on these characters. So nothing that you guys, the, the characters you had, nothing was chosen except maybe the weapons. But and your role was too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the role was the role was picked, but everything else was completely random. Still, how you played that personality was completely up to you. Yeah. I mean, I'd say I saw a growth in Firefox. Oh, yeah. The further along we went with not so much angry and antisocial. She only got violent when her family was threatened. So, you know, like chopping the guy's head off and burning mm. the body. And, you know, <laughs> she was mad. She was very oh, angry. Oh, my mad. God. Last rate. Um, I wanted to be med tech. So that's the route I went. And his backstory, which has not been revealed, tells why he became a med tech. Mm-hmm. But yeah, growth-wise, uh, I'm not sure. Well, now that we're at the end of it, why was Lacerate the way he was? So you want the short version? Yeah, just give us the quick version of it. So after leaving Australia and coming to the United States, mm -hmm. is it the United States at this time? Well, it's in between, but basically the U.S. North America. Yep, let's go with that. After coming to North America, he wasn't really anything at that time. And then he helped somebody that was dying, like somebody else was there and they needed assistance. And that person died in his arms. So from that point on, he decided he wanted to help people. So that way he could semi prevent that from happening again. So that's why I went the med tech route or, well, that's why last rate went the med tech route. So it's pretty sad. That's why. Kind of sad that we didn't get that in the uh, show. Mm-hmm. I was wanting some explanations about that torture. That's Australia. <laughs> that's that's why Australia. He, that's why he left Australia. <laughs> he's really good at torturing. No, he's not really good at no, it. Well, I learned. So <laughs> He learned through experience. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I got a question for you, buttholes. I um, didn't even get to answer the last nobody one. Nobody cares what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Travis Hosnes. No one cares. <clears throat> Fine. Get it out of the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I originally was going to play Blitz as an honor bound kind of like street samurai. 
But Mark kept giving me shit because I wouldn't use a gun. I think we all were. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much everybody. Even though I was still whooping ass with just a sword. But it's essentially, I'm a race car driver. I got a bike. <laughs> Akira? <laughs> a bicycle. <laughs> no, I, um, I originally was going to play him like a very serious, like street samurai style. But then I couldn't help but do a more comedic approach to it when, I mean, Enigma. Enigma is really what pushed it over the edge for me. I was like, oh, we're going to fuck with Enigma. And then from there, it was just storyline progression. Of him becoming an utter fucking asshole? Yeah, well, everybody shit on him. I think it went back and forth because there would yeah. be times when he was he was nice to deal with, and then he would go back to asshole, and then it would go back and forth. <laughs> he was very confusing to try to keep up with sometimes. But in the end, he was the nice guy. Uh, no, he wasn't. <laughs> That's true. We can go. Ahead. Well, let's get Travis's question right. in before I get a question for the players and for Mark. So player wise, each one of you individually, did you have a specific end goal for your character when you started playing? And did that change throughout the course of the season and how the season ended? Like, did you have a specific end goal that maybe didn't mesh up with the other players that they may not have even known about? Hmm. Something that may have been may have driven some of your decisions throughout the season. Start off with Daniel. Me? Yeah. It's because you're the most awkward at answering questions. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to answer them. Exactly. <laughs> Last way, I didn't really determine his end goal, maybe to have a medical facility, because I did have the rollability that gave me a lot of the cryotanks. And so I kept building up towards that to have more and more cryotanks, because he wanted to help people. So even though Cyberpunk's, you know, a terrible place often for everybody he wanted to help people that's why when we encountered everybody in that club that blitz decided to kill <laughs> i only wanted to put them to sleep despite them being enemies yeah now had they i know they were putting my life in danger but had they like put my life in danger then he would have actually tried to kill them but at that point i wasn't in danger i would have still helped them guys like if they would have been in danger then definitely i would you know, shoot to kill type thing. Okay. So, Even though I did kill guards. So your, your kind of end goal for last rate as that character was medical facility, helping people be all around good guy. Yeah. I did want to remove somebody's a limb with my axe at one yeah. point. I still wanted to do I that. I am so saddened that we didn't get to do that. And it would have been funny if it would have been, um, what's this <laughs> one of them. So, so that, did that change at all by the end of the by the the end of the season? No, he still wanted to do that. As far as like the medical facility yeah. type thing, Ariel. Well, in the beginning, Firefox's whole thing was she just wanted to become rich. She wanted Eddie's, so she was content in the beginning, just living in that little container with Chrome, her ex lover. Doing odds and end jobs just to get rich somehow. But it definitely did change throughout the storyline. Because then she wanted to, like, 
when Blitz and Lacerate became part of her family, okay, then she wanted to stay with them. She still wanted to be rich. I mean, let's be honest. Like, she still wanted to be rich, but her ideology kind of changed. And then at the end of it, it was just, let's just get the fuck out. So by the end of that season, you were just, she was just done with everything, had achieved what she wanted, and that was that. Yep. Okay. Aaron. I have the burp. <laughs> That's a good end goal. Um, so Blitz is starting all this off. His whole goal was to take down the Corpos. So that goal did not line up with anybody else's ambitions about a third of the way through, which led to a lot of party conflicts because Blitz was all about doing whatever it took to take down Corpos, whereas these guys were not. And that led to a lot of our party divides throughout the series. And he held on to that agenda until the last episode where he sat down with Birch and Birch basically said, you're going to self-destruct if you keep this up. You are literally losing everything that you've acquired during this time. And that's when he came to the realization that he missed out on a lot of opportunities to have fun with friends like Enigma and all these other people because of his goal. So that's why at the end, the getting rid of the katana was more of a symbol of I'm retiring from this life. I'm going to find another way, a more peaceful resolution for my family. Nice. So Mark, as someone running the game, you obviously had some end goals in mind and those changed because of how they played. Mm -hmm. um, so like the beginning of the season, beginning of, of the game, what kind of end goals did you have? Like, did you feel like you were guiding them too much, not guiding them enough um, for what you were wanting to see by the end? And, and like where it finally ended is that, does that line up or how much did you, do you feel you had to change? I, I did have to duck and weave a little bit when they started coming up with extreme ideas um, <clears throat> the end goal, um, ultimately was going to be, um, three choices that the players were going to have to make. Uh, the first choice was easy and that was exactly what they did. Lay down their weapons and leave exactly how, um, what's his face? Um, Cypress. Cypress. Lay down their guns and just leave how he wanted them to. Just leave Night City alone and he'll take over from there. Like, it's all he ever wanted was Night City. <clears throat> Except for he still got his ass whooped in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but did he die? No. In prison. Say, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, ne the next rendition of his story would just be rotting in prison somewhere. <laughs> Uh, the second choice, it really didn't um, pan out uh, to be a choice, mainly because of the choices they had made. You know, they could have, if they would have kept that the gang they had alive, 
that they basically let die, um, then the rest of the gangs would have uh, rallied to their side because it's like, holy shit, these guys are going to be rich. How about we get in on that and try to get some money from them? And so the other the other gangs that they were trying to get that they failed to do so would have eventually come around and seen the ultimate um, dollar signs at the end. So they would have rallied to, and it was going to be a fight across the city where both sides break out. And I was going to roll, you know, every few turns to see who's doing well in what areas and storming the castle, quote unquote, at the end would have been, it would have been hard, but it wouldn't have been impossible. The third choice was they have no allies at the end except the the nomads, which because of what, you know, what they were given and the fact that, you know, they just wanted to help, um, they would have had the nomads, but it would have been a very impossible task to storm the castle. Um, it was going to be a guaranteed, like, at least three people, if not TPK, because all their forces would have been in the tower and they would have had every single net runner in that building trying to kill Firefox. And eventually I imagine she would have gotten worn down and killed. And then slowly the rest of the party would have fallen because they'd have to fight manually through the building. But without the support of the other gangs, it was going to be an impossible uphill battle. And, but it was ultimately their choice. Like I said, walk away and survive and get all that money, storm the castle and die. Nice. So you guys took the money and ran. Not quite. (laughs) Um, I got a question from the discord from Kaz. And it is, why the hell didn't Blitz say he loved her? <laughs> I'm assuming the her is uh, fire here. <laughs> I'm assuming. So, uh, real reason, I was caught completely off guard by that moment. Which happened to work well in the favor of Blitzen, because as we know, Blitzen does not like talking about his real feelings. He finds it hard. So, in his own way, he did say, I love you. Aww. But how? Because <laughs> he kissed you back. <laughs> That's it. It's uh, a good face you made right there. Wow, mm. Firefox has awful taste in men. <laughs> I will say season two is going to bring us some surprises in the form of fire and blitz. And his name is Blaze. Mm-hmm. I do have a, I do have a quick question for the party. As well as um, Travis, if he has any opinion. I know you listened to a few episodes. Um, was everybody caught off guard by Enigma's death? And uh, were was there characters uh, or were you guys saddened to see the quirky drug head die? Oh, yeah. Me as Ariel was caught off guard about Enigma dying. And then Firefox was devastated. Well, not everybody all at once. Yeah. yeah. Answer. 
So as a player, it was just another character for me. You know what I mean? As, mm-hmm. as a player. Last I probably cared because he wants to help people. But, you know, if Enigma got his head blown off, he's going to know I can't save him. So it was sad for him, but it was one of those that he couldn't do anything about it. And he's not one much for consoling because he's like a medical professional in the heal your wounds sense. Not uh, if you need like emotional help. He's not like he doesn't have necessarily a good bedside manner. You can oh, ask Blitzen. He's not a good psychologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's Fred. You have to get Fred for that. And even then that's pushing it. That's questionable. That is very questionable. <laughs> Fred will take your picture and then run away from kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, how about you? I was not terribly surprised. Because uh, Mark runs uh, Cyberpunk like J.R.R. Token. Nope, that's not the right guy. You want George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah. There you go. Too many letters. And uh, How... never get attached to a fucking character because he kills Hold them up. off. Hold <laughs> up. Back up. First off, how dare you even confuse the two? Yeah, one, 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 one wrote one a masterpiece. Finish, one could finish a series of books. And the other one relied on a bunch of writers from HBO to finish his series terribly. <laughs> it's really too bad they never uh, had that last season of Game of Thrones yeah, on yeah. HBO. Kind of just ended. Yeah, it's too bad they never finished that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, no, I wasn't terribly surprised. I was surprised that it was Enigma, but I wasn't surprised that there was an NPC death at the end. Blitz, however, was absolutely devastated because Enigma was one of the very few people in his life that ever showed him any true kindness. Even though Enigma would give him shit all the time, he knew he could depend on Enigma as a friend. So that's why Blitz took it so hard at the end and was angry because he was upset with Enigma for dying because that left him with one less loved one. He doesn't process emotions very well. (laughs) He's a toddler. (laughs) Basically. Alrighty. um, What, uh, what exactly, um, let me see how to phrase this. Was there anything that didn't happen that you wanted to happen uh, during the series. Any anything like that? Kinda, yeah. It's uh goes back into my backstory a little bit that I wanted it somehow to come up that Ren wasn't actually Firefox's brother. Hmm. She called him her brother because he did, like, when her parents died and the small little town that she grew up in kicked her out because that was just one mouth that they couldn't feed, that he did come with her and help her. And that's when they ran into the nomad caravan and they got picked up and they grew up. So she always saw him as her brother because he was always there. That was really good family to hers, but he's technically not her blood brother. Hmm. She, it was all alone. Just one of that little twist of whatever that he's really not her brother. Daniel. So one thing we already know is 
removing a limb with the axe. <laughs> but I also think it would have been cooler if we would have been more famous. <laughs> oh, I'm. I think it's safe to say by the end of everything, at the you know, you guys could put your reputation as ten. Like, well, we we need fifteen to twenty. <laughs> there is no fifteen to twenty. There is it, now. It tops out of ten. <laughs> so it's ten infinity. There we go. Mm. Like you guys are very well known in Night City now. Everybody knows your story. And we need worldwide. I think that is almost worldwide. Uh, yeah, so we need to be more famous, Mark. Plus, your <laughs> reputationally accounts like reputationally carries weight in Night City, where it's the Wild Wild West. Yeah, we'll see about that. Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> Start attacking other cities outside of Night City, and you'll be a reputation. And shot because it's not as lawless. <laughs> So there are two things that I wanted to do that I did not get a chance to do. Number one is I wanted to fuck some shit up with that aerodyne, or I wanted to see it done with the aerodyne. <laughs> I didn't even have to pilot it. I just wanted to see shit get fucked up with that aerodyne. Number two, I wanted to ride my new motorcycle down the fucking stairs, Final Fantasy VII style, and fuck people up. <laughs> Mostly just violence from me. <laughs> Why did you get a motorcycle? <laughs> Be <laughs> Originally, the plan was we were going to swoop the Aerodyne in. We were going to drop the motorcycle off on the top floor, and I was going to ride that bitch down, taking everybody down with me <laughs> while they were working their bottom from the bottom up. Yeah. Doing stealthier stuff. I'm causing a distraction from the top down. Okay. That was the original plan, and then that whole plan fell out when everybody was like, nah, fuck it, we're not doing it anymore. <laughs> I think he was just trying to make up for the fact he couldn't fire a gun. Also, yes. <laughs> All right. Mm. All right. Um, if you could have chosen... Switch, switch characters. You guys switch characters, and then tell me what you would have done as, as your other character. You know... You're no longer Firefox. You're Lacerate. You know, switch character. Tell me what you would have done as that character. Well, if I was playing Lacerate, I would for sure make him talk more. You can't make me talk at all. Oh, I can if I'm Lacerate. <laughs> no, I actually, yeah, because I would have loved to explore more of Lacerate's backstory. So really, yeah, that's it would literally be talking. So. I mean, you did the whole med tech thing great, so there was nothing really I need want to change in that. Now, if you were Blitz. If I was, oh, Jesus. Do we have, <laughs> do we have the time for this? <laughs> it's not my no, show. No, we're running low. It's not my show. You talk as much as you want. I, I think I would have played Blitz more mature. <laughs> like I'm sorry it was just he to me he had the mentality of a toddler he was going back and forth and back and forth and I don't know how to control my emotions and I would have had him play a mature adult that had control of his emotions <laughs> and his wants and his goals And but then again he was being voice acted by a toddler. So well. let's not even talk about the backstory about how he never had a childhood and had to deal with any of this shit. No, but it's the guy who runs Emotional the voice. Emotional damage. 
<clears throat> All right, Daniel, your Firefox, your Blitz. What do you do? Okay, so I was just thinking about this. So if I was Blitz, I would go straight Ninja, put everything in the stealth. <laughs> I would like stealth kill everybody. Everybody. Yeah, I would put stuff into that. They would not see me. I was almost there because you went without firearms for a long time. So I would have just focused on stealth killing. I mean, it was there. It was almost there. I'm talking you're cloaked. You cannot be found. My stealth was pretty high. If I was Firefox, I would have virused a bunch of places. (laughs) I would have just started shutting systems down. I would have been like. The, you got a virus. You got a virus. You all get a virus. I will have to say, <laughs> like in anybody's defense, when it comes to the virus planting in Cyberpunk, it, it's like all it states is like you can plant a virus, and it's GM's discretion after that. Like how, like exactly how you just mention the functions of it, and then the GM is up to like. It's up to the GM to go from there. And it's, so it's extremely hard. Like, it would be extremely hard on the fly to come up with a virus that is going to do something very specific to a very specific system. That's why it's all random. Uh, I've I seen a lot of them. Just does random shit? Yeah, that's fine. I'm just giving everybody viruses. going to destroy the system. Oh, my God. I going to spread cyber herpes. Herpes. <laughs> Aaron, your Firefox, your Lacerate. If I was Firefox, I would have went for way more technical-based weapons and a lot more hacking and shutting down of systems. Definitely a lot more viruses in that in that sense. I would have focused on viruses, like Daniel said, and gotten some like smart guns and drones and shit. I would have never left the chair. <laughs> Just been a big blob. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, I'm here to do the hacking. (laughs) Or Firefox. (laughs) (laughs) I would have had her in like a vehicle or something outside. Been a fire manatee at that point. (laughs) 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 I almost made her spit the drink out. Oh god. It's no, coming out my nose. <laughs> she still would have been the same old looking Firefox, but she would have been a lot more like remote. Four or five hundred pounds. <laughs> no, <laughs> stuck in the back of a box in a, in a box truck. The box truck is just. Oh, hey guys, I'm spreading viruses. <laughs> Don't come in here. Woo! <laughs> All right. So what about uh, what about <clears throat> lacerate? What would you? I would have had lacerate talk more. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with Ariel. I would have had him talk more, and I would have, I would have never let you tell me I couldn't take Enigma out of the fucking hospital. I would have taken him and ran with it. <laughs> hey, See, I, I would have upped the plot then because he would have already been dead. Exactly. <laughs> we really didn't then, need Enigma for shit after that. Then I will sadly say Birch would have been shot. <laughs> It was a 50-50 rule on who's going to walk out that door and get shot, right? And I Not Papa Birch. <laughs> and I rolled a 51, which just so happened to be his like uh, enigma was odds. So Well, I think we have time for one more question. I have one more personal question. Mark, how pissed were you that Blitz lived the entire season? <laughs> because the beginning of every episode is pretty much 
I'm Aaron. I play Blitz. Not for long. I'll just like kind of lean back and let you guys have fun with things and not try to kill you as hard. Okay, now that the season's over, can you kill him? Just for me? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Unfortunately, I no. no longer have the reins to do so. So he is immortalized. Not unless we guest star together and then go just assassinate Blitz herself. Okay. There we go. So. <laughs> but um, we did have one question from Cass. It kind of um, rolls back to a question that I uh, had already asked, but she wanted to know if um, during Enigma's funeral, was anybody like holding back tears or wanting to cry for Enigma? Kind of. In real life? No, fuck that guy. He's an <laughs> asshole. No. <laughs> he was nothing but nice. And He's cool. an asshole. He's a drug dealing asshole. You uh, only hate him because he, lo- he, he. No, I, I, I legitimately was saddened by his death as a person. Daniel, the emotionless robot. It's mostly, Emotional damage. It's mostly tariff, but. <laughs> No, it was sad, but I was one of those ones. He doesn't handle his emotions either, but he doesn't also like, he's not like Blitz. When Blitz says he doesn't handle his emotions, he goes off on a tangent with his emotions. I just don't show it. You just put your gas mask on. Yeah, I can then cry in there. Nobody will see. Alrighty. Lacerate had parents. I did not. Well, oh, we don't wham. we don't specify what happened in his background. Oh, <laughs> so I do have one question to end it all. Okay. What can we expect with our season two characters? Let's just give a little bit. Just a smidge of what you guys have going on. So season two is gonna be a lot more action packed. It's gonna be a lot more of everything. Gangs, guns. And locations. We're talking wasteland, city, underground. Might even see the ocean a couple times. But what can we expect from our season two characters, Ariel? So, (laughs) I'm actually, I'm already in love with my season two character. Okay. (laughs) Her name is Octane. And she is an adrenaline junkie. (laughs) Nomad driver. Yeah. And she's fucking, she's just fucking awesome. So it's, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Daniel hasn't taken much of a twist for season two. What do you mean? Still doesn't talk as much. I don't have to. (laughs) He lets the guns do the talking for him. Well, it's more like a sniper rifle. (laughs) So this season I play solo. Known as Sharpshot, a sharply dressed mercenary for hire that um, loves money and doesn't care what he needs to do to get it. He is straight evil. So the heartless version of Blitz. But I can actually shoot something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So just real quick, Michelle is playing a net runner named LimeWire Mm -hmm. in season two and Toasty has come and played Mono, the techie, for season two as well. Yeah, Mon. 
That's all I got to say about mana. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, Aaron, who? what are you playing in season two? In season two, I'm the referee. What? 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 <laughs> Yeah, season two, we decided to take season two with a different rotation and different everything. But Mark will be coming in occasionally to guest, as will you, Travis. Yes. And our returning reigning guest champion. I'm going to ruin every show you guys do. <laughs> Get me on Resident Evil Lorecast. <laughs> Fucking in the dumps when I'm done. <laughs> What I will say is uh, your character that you're bringing into season two has uh, a lot more to offer than they did (laughs) before. True debt. (laughs) True debt. So I think that wraps it up for our episode today with CyberTalk. Yeah, I've got no more questions. Um, So... Uh, join them next week for Cyberpunk season two. Woo woo! But play the techno music now. Octane! <laughs> hey, Chumpadas, it's your referee, Mark. Thanks for jacking in with us today. Please join us next time. Our episodes drop every Sunday. Follow us on Twitter at Cyberpunk1, that's Cyberpunk apostrophe D1, or chat with us on the Robots Radio Discord. Links in the show notes below. Stay chilled, y'all. Hi, welcome to Three Count Thoughts. Let me introduce the crew real quick. Hi. I'm Maverick Stone. I'm Romer. And I'm Jaxus. Join us as we talk all things wrestling. Each week, we'll take a topic from the wrestling world, knock it around a bit, and then go over the week in wrestling from a strictly fan perspective. We can be found on all major podcast catchers. We can also be found at Three Count Thoughts on both YouTube and Twitter. Or you can send us an email using threecountthoughts at gmail.com. Okay, are you ready? Ring the bell.